Hey, it is 1.45 a.m. Monday morning, January 23rd, 2023. And as you can tell, I'm behind the curve on Monday's podcast, but I'm determined to meet the goal, so I've stayed up late to work on it. I was ahead, ahead, and ahead in the month of December, purposely to have a couple of weeks off at Christmas time, but because of all of the different things going on in life, I'm behind the curve now, so I'm going to catch up, and on Thursday's podcast, I will be ahead and not be doing it in the early morning hours of, but uh, I've been working on it for quite some time, but I'm just now finishing up, so hopefully the podcast is going to make sense, and uh, I'm wide awake. I'm a night person for the most part, so anyway, before we get into this episode, I also want to let you know that I have episode number five for other things with dot 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 and I'm so excited about the person who agreed to be on the show and we actually went over time and discussion and the person has also agreed to come back and to do part two on something very specific and I am so excited I won't say any more than that but dear friend I really think that you will want to listen and watch episode number five of other things with it should come out within the next week That's all I'll say, but this is season 13, episode 278, title from the Jetsons classic cartoon series, George Jetson's famous lines at the end of the cartoon. He says, Jane, stop this crazy thing. And the subtitle is just ahead of us, the passing of Jeff Beck and David Crosby. Rock guitar virtuoso Jeff Beck died on January 10th, 2023 in East Sussex. United Kingdom at the age of 78 from bacterial meningitis. There are several things that can cause this infection in the brain that is life-threatening, and in Beck's case, it was deadly. David Crosby, famous tenor voice, songwriter, and member of the rock group Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and once in a while, Neil Young, sometimes it was Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, he suddenly died on January 18, 2023 at the age of 81. Variety writer Chris Willman wrote on January 22, 2023, that Crosby was active literally to the end and giddy about going over set lists and concert logistics hours before he died, musician Steve Postel reveals. He goes on to say, if there's one word that sums up David Crosby's state at the very end of his life, it might be working. That's according to friends who'd been collaborating with him up until the week and even the day that he died. Crosby was not only working on a new album, but had assembled and rehearsed a new band for his first gig since prior to the pandemic, which was within days of going on sale when he suddenly died January 18th. Plans for a tour were being made too, with the intention of being out on the road this summer. There were false reports that Crosby had been seriously ill. He just died. Record producer, musicologist, and YouTube creator Rick Beato and pro guitar player Tim Pierce discussed Jeff Beck's passing on Rick's YouTube channel following the death of Jeff Beck. The episode titled Jeff Beck, 1944-2023, RIP, rest in peace. The 24-and-a-half-minute conversation was spent on two subjects, the praise of Beck as a guitar virtuoso and the lamenting of his passing, that they just couldn't believe that the inside tip they received of Beck's death from somebody within the industry was true, They heard about it before it became news. Then it was proved out to be accurate. In the show transcript, Pierce said, I don't know why I'm more stunned by this. Jeff was 78 years old, 
He was a very healthy guy. He was a vegetarian for 50 years, 60 years, or 70 years. I don't even know. But um, yeah, he was in top form playing. He goes on to say, well, and here's, yeah, here's why one of the reasons that it's so jarring and so uh, such a loss is that he was the hero that is just ahead of us. He's just ahead of us. I mean, it's too close. It's just be close, you know, that it that's part of it. It's and he was stumbling for words at this point. He said, it's not fair. And and so much beautiful music, you know, these days I have this expectation that people will live till 95. He goes on to say, I mean, do you just, is it weird that you think that these people are going to live forever? Is that a strange, um, it's one of the ways that we uh, get through the day. I think you know of what the shock of it is that you start to realize, oh, None of us last forever, and he was just ahead of us. He's just ahead of us. And, you know, we have friends that age, and we have other heroes that age and older. He was just ahead of us. It's too close. It's not fair. It's the human condition, and that's what makes you lose your breath and your legs weak. You know we are only on this earth for a short time. There's just nothing good about it. The only good thing is the acceptance to savor every minute and value everybody because we are not here for very long. He goes on to say there's some other amazing people just ahead of us, and I just hope we all go well into our 90s. It's too quick. It was too soon. It was too soon. I experienced so much discomfort last night. That's when he found out that Beck had passed away. He says it was horrible. I couldn't breathe when I got the text. It was horrible. It's going to be some weeks of acceptance and agony. It's clear from both Beato and Pierce that something that impacted them as much as hearing the passing of Jeff Beck is the painful reality that Beck is just ahead of them. By ahead of them, they mean he is in line on the conveyor belt that is turning over the roller, depositing them into death. The inverse is the stark painful reality is that they are next in line. My friend, I fully understand their feelings because I'm in the same boat. All of these musicians are just ahead of me. Beck was 78. I'm 63, less than six months away from turning 64. Beck was only about 15 when I was born. When he was entering into his prime in music, I was 15 years old listening to Jeff Beck and David Crosby. I really enjoyed them both. As Beato points out, Beck made a name for himself as an outsider, not attached to any rock band. He became known as an ultimate guitarist because he was that good. In the music industry, long after others had faded from the scene, Beck was still touring and playing sold-out shows. David Crosby and his group were transformational and a pivotal group in the development of modern music. Being a vocalist myself, I can still remember how awesome CSNNY sounded. Each of them as soloists had good voices, but when they sang together, it was totally other. The musical synergy that they had was limited and unique. In spite of all of Crosby's drug use, he still made it to 81, which is really amazing. In some ways, the late 60s, where they dominated the airwaves, seemed so long ago, yet it really was just yesterday. To look at it realistically, you have to agree with the assessment in the Bible in James chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. It says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be. For you are like vapor that appears for a little while, then vanishes. 
The way Crosby died is a textbook example of this truth. All of us are in a transitory state. We're not solid. We're not liquid. We are in transition. The Bible says we're vapor. In this present life, we are in an unstable state. We all have an ultimate destiny of the grave and eternal life beyond the grave. We are all on the treadmill of life, but unlike the classic cartoon, The Jetsons, which features George Jetson at the end caught on that vicious exercise treadmill yelling, Jane, stop this crazy thing, there's no hope of staving off the ultimate reality of death. To lighten things up a little bit, I have included a YouTube link to a mashup of all the classic cartoon catchphrases with George Jetson's phrase as the core music for the mashup. Those who know Jesus will spend eternity with him in a real place called heaven. People who are on the treadmill of life that spends a person off into death without Jesus as their Savior enter into a real eternal place called hell, where they are just as alive as they are in this life, yet in eternal torment and terror. E. Stanley Jones, in his book, The Unshakable Kingdom and the Unchanging Person, on page 31, tells the brief story of a person that had $3 million in the bank and made the statement, What do I need of God? I have $3 million in the bank. He made this statement to a woman named Estelle Carver. Her reply was, you had better go and read the parable of the rich fool. He replied, isn't that harsh? She replied, not so harsh as life itself. It says the same thing. Jones then writes, at the heart of every earthly thing, there is a sting. There is a sting. And that sting is that man is too great to be entirely satisfied with things. The time comes when a person wakes up aged disillusioned by such things as having enough money to pursue lifelong interests only to find oneself kept from the endeavors due to a decreased physical condition, which leaves you feeling empty, meaningless, and valueless. A feeling that you can't put your weight down on life, for it is empty. Jones goes on to write, Man needs nothing so much as he needs something upon which he can put his whole weight down in time and eternity. Something which will not turn sour or stale through sickness, old age, or death, and which will give him something to sing about when there is nothing outwardly to sing about. Nothing except the fact an unshakable kingdom and an unchanging person. Friend, as Jones points out, the kingdom of communism is shakable, the kingdom of capitalism is shakable, the kingdom of personal health is shakable. There is only one thing and only one thing that is unshakable, And that one thing is the kingdom of heaven. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus prayed, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Keep in mind that Jones wrote the book in 1972 at the height of communism. Picking up on page 36, he writes, 2,000 years have gone by, and today we are in the midst of the greatest shaking, ideologically and outwardly, that this planet has ever seen. It means the removal of that which can be shaken. The Cosmic Shifting Hour. What does the cosmic scoreboard say? Weighed and found wanting. It says this about everything except about the unshakable kingdom and the unchanging person. They stand unshaken and intact and occupy the field, not by claim and propaganda, but by trial and error. Every alternative to Jesus and his kingdom has broken down, is breaking down, and will break down. The ages and the present say so. Every revolt against Jesus and his kingdom has turned out badly and sadly, this in the individual and in the collective. 
There is a way to live, and Jesus and his kingdom are that way. And we have missed the way, and hence our present chaos and confusion. Friend, think about it. He wrote these words 50 years ago. He said, there is a way to live, and Jesus and his kingdom are that way. And we have missed the way, and hence our present chaos and confusion. What we have refused to take by choice, we must now take by necessity. The alternatives are fast dwindling. They won't work. The nature of reality determines it, and Jesus and the kingdom represent the nature of reality revealed. Again, I say Jones's book is copyright 1972, 50 years ago. His insight into the real condition of our world and to man at that time is amazing. Sad for us that more people did not take his assessment serious nor do anything of significance to change the situation. It would blow Jones's mind to be transported to our day to see things unimaginable just a little over a generation ago. Back to Beato and Pierce, the statement that Pierce made multiple times, he's just ahead of us, and it's interesting, he uses the present tense, he's just ahead of us, really makes me wonder, what is the state of all the people who are just ahead of me, passing into eternity? Loudwire.com lists many of the rockers who died in 2022. Christine McVie, age 79, vocalist, keyboardist, and songwriter with Fleetwood Mac. I thoroughly enjoyed Christine McVie. She was a very talented woman. I still remember when their record-setting album Rumors was released. Jerry Lee Lewis, 87. John Hartman, founding drummer of the Doobie Brothers, 72. Founding member of Depeche Mode keyboardist Andy Fletch Fletcher was 60 years old. Legendary drummer Alan White, most known for his time spent behind the kit for progressive rock icons Yes, which Yes was one of my favorite groups of all time. He died at the age of 72 just this past year. Taylor Hawkins, which I had a podcast that talked about his passing, he was only 50. Ian McDonald, the multi-instrumentalist who was a founding member of both King Crimson and Foreigner, died at the age of 75. Willie Leacox, Drummer of the band America, another one of my favorite groups, died at age 74 on February 2nd. The horse with no name drummer was with the folk rock band for 41 years. No cause of death was given. Rock legend Meatloaf died at 74 on January 25th. In a very real sense, all of these people, in some form or fashion, because of their music, have been in my life, all of my life. For me, this discussion and remembrance is not morbid. It's life. It's the 900-pound gorilla in the room that nobody really wants to talk about and one that many people on the planet will go to almost any length to try and drown out the thoughts and reality that this life is a life of transition. My hope and prayer for these and all who are just ahead of me at some point have heard the good news about Jesus and accepted him as their personal Lord and Savior. The possibility is there, my friend, even though some of the people perhaps did not exemplify Jesus in their public lives. But also, I want to remind you, none of us know what Jesus is up to in the final moments of a person's life. Salvation can happen in a moment. It is heavenly wisdom to turn to Jesus Christ and His unshakable kingdom and say yes to Him and enter in. We should allow these days of 2023 to be a launching ground of spiritual conversations with others that get down to the reality that there is a way to live and to life, and Jesus and His kingdom are that way. My friend, may we be bold and loving enough to those around us that we will tell them the good news about Jesus. And with that, my friend, 
Abbé Dupéis. <rire>